This is it, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to introduce our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Stan Crozier. Yay! Not to be confused with Dan Crozier. Or, uh... Right. What was our other friend? Oh, Daniel Crozier. Daniel. Daniel Crozier. Yeah, that's it. Or the Crozier. Of the Croziers, he's probably the best. And, um... I'm sure my parents uh, watch this, so let's not say that. (laughs) Yeah, they're vindictive, and, and Thanksgiving's coming. It's tough being a, it's you know, it's, it's tough when your parents can't tell you that, you know, you're their favorite child when you're the only child, you know, it's, it's tough. Well, that's, that's true. That's, that's almost <laughs> your situation, but we won't talk know, about Charles. Hey, uh, so hello. Yes. <laughs> We're just in it. We just go right in. We, we just go right into it. So We're the ones you want to see. So welcome to Kofo Live and Undead. This is this is my guest, <laughs> the end. Oh, it's oh, so faux pas. I know, isn't it? Oh, it's warm and fuzzy, like but it. but I know you, you prefer to be isolated in a box. Uh, anyway, Kofo, uh, that's the Colorado Festival of uh, Horror, and uh, for those of you that don't know, we're just ramping up to our first year event. Uh, that'll be uh, next September 11th to the 13th. 2020 and uh here tonight we're we're at uh, mutiny information cafe yes and totally wheelchair friendly because we're ramping up <laughs> <laughs> totally wheelchair right yeah. we're ramping up uh not only with uh, ramps but uh, with with coffee yes oh, oh yeah um, you know i don't know if you know but um the world's best coffee um actually um i don't um see mutiny information cafe and the world's best coffee. I mean, when you say them in the same sentence together, it's like being redundant. Because true, but it's also the world's most dangerous bookstore. Right. So revolutions get uh, started with uh, with coffee and knowledge mm-hmm. at your fingertips. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Your fingertips. Yes. That reminds me of the joke. And no. Um, let's go on. Yes. Let's, let's go. Okay. On. Hey. So, uh, how how so how what kind of rating are you getting on this? Is this what, so, can we go X triple X? Yeah, we, we can definitely One, two, go go uh, go X on this. Really? Yeah, have you certainly sworn can. on this? Uh, I have sworn. Uh, I do have uh, an interview tomorrow with uh, with a local business, which I can't do that with. Oh right. But at least I won't have you there to you know oh, X yeah. it up. Uh, yeah, we're gonna X yeah. this up. Yeah. Right. So totally Xing. Yeah. Um. Sure. So anyway, okay. Enigma, thanks yes. for coming on. Oh, of course. You know, you are currently at. Elitch Gardens uh, yes, performing until the beginning of uh, November, right? Through Halloween. I have a, oh my gosh, look at that. Check that out. Ooh. Yes, it's a it's, uh, little bit closer, Ferris please. Postcard. You can get one of these postcards at Elitch Gardens uh, after my show. So shiny. Um, yeah, send one to Grandma. And then, uh, you know. You'll put your phone number on there. Yep. And so that's Grandma good. Needs love. She'll be happy you thought of it and disgruntled you sent it. Yes. That's always nice. Oh, look, uh, Brett Smith has uh, joined us online. Brett, good to have you. Thank, thanks for joining us. We've got a, a massive uh, audience uh, tonight. How you doing, Neil? Oh, Devil Fingers. That means amazing. Uh, Neil's yeah, our... Yeah. yeah, he's he's absolutely amazing. He's that. in the band... Uh, um, uh, what is the band? Stone Temple Pilots? That's right. Planes mistaken for stars, and and he's uh, you know traveled around the with uh, Woven Hand too. So two absolutely remarkable bands. Uh, sounds more like a password than a name, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, safe word. We should put some numbers in there. Then it's like that's a password. Nice, um, nice. So, <laughs> so anyway, Enigma, yes. you're you're at uh, Elitch Gardens all month. Yes, till November second. So the last weekend there, that November second weekend, it's going to be uh, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Otherwise, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you guys see to believe it. Every every you know, it's quite an event. I do four shows every night, and. Uh, and during the intermissions in between, I take photos with people and uh, hand out little postcards and, uh, you know, just prep my next show. So it's, it's worth it to come on down. Uh, there's so much to see there. And it's, it, it's, uh, it's really great because theme parks always kind of have that, that reminisce of, you know, kind of, it's, it's almost like a setup for horror right there, you know. And then yeah. you throw in all these amazing cast of um, all-stars, you know, clowns and, and people with all kinds of funny makeup on, um, stitches and things and such. And they're all there for one reason and one reason only, to entertain you. So it's just a huge cast of people all there entertaining you. They have different mazes and stuff like that that you can go through and, and you can just hang out. And it, it's, it's kind of romantic too, you know, like you, know, you can find a little secluded spot and, and uh, you know, hold hands or I don't know what people do. Okay. So, yes. My yeah. girlfriend just uh, you know started watching too. So, you know. Anyway. <laughs> you don't want to know what we were doing before this podcast. Anyway. Drinking coffee. That's all we were that's doing. That's what we were doing. Yeah. Well, he was having candy too. Mm, wasn't Jolly Roger. Mm -hmm. This is the good stuff. This is Denver. Yeah, we that's have right. Adult you, candy you, here. It's not just for kids. It's nice. It's totally fine. Well, and, and and these days you're you're not living in in Denver. No. You were at one point, right? I was. I, or really, more, gave really. I really gave it a shot. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm back and forth and here and there. And I, yeah, I get around. But um, I, yeah, I'll probably try to spend a little bit more time in Denver as we go along here. But um, right now, the program is, uh, you know, just I got the Villain Arts shows after after Elite Gardens and uh, uh, a few other, you know, shows here and there. Um, I was at the X Fest two last year. Okay. We'll be interested. We're all probably waiting, waiting with bated breath to find out if I'm going to be at the show this year. Ooh. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I can't can confirm or deny. You should probably confirm this. It's a, you know, just like the UFOs, can't confirm or deny. <laughs> anyway, yes. So that so there's everybody yeah, needs friends. Stuff. So if you're looking at uh, www theenigmalive.com, mm -hmm. that's where you'll find my schedule. And uh, and when I'm gone. Then we'll just add a D. The Enigma lived. <laughs> I know. Just planning ahead. Well, you know, as we talked before, you know, blue doesn't crack. So no. you seem to be relatively eternal. Um, yeah, well, you know, the, I'm, I'm kind of like the phantom um, in that... Um, well, okay, no, I'm not like a phantom. No, you're not like a phantom. <laughs> not at all. Okay, Maybe um, a fart in the wind. Well... No, but like you know how he, he had like somebody else take his place, kind of like Elvis having having a whole bunch of people take his place. Oh yeah, yeah. Now he's gone. Yeah, he's got I, all these people. When I look, look at you, I, I do think Bruce Campbell. Pretty soon, you know, if I'm gone, then we'll be. You know, I'm sure that you'll probably want to. We'll, we'll we'll do an Andy Kaufman thing, and uh, keep impersonating you. The work of it's going to be a lot of marker. I hope you can hear both of us at the same time because we're going to talk over each ourselves. And pretty much. All that, that's, show long. that's usually how we are. We, we go back uh, a few years, one or ten, something like that. Um, I'm not sure. When was that? When was, was that? About when 2010. was 2010. What was his birthday? 
What's uh, his name? Oh, yeah. Our, well, we were brought together by our friend uh, Jeremy Atkins. Yes, Jeremy Atkins. So if, if you're watching Jeremy, hi. I Jeremy. Think, I think, uh, He's he's married now with has kids. Yeah, he's moved on. He's yeah. he's not in high school like we are. Yeah, we're still are <laughs> definitely there. Some of yeah. us still have the equivalencies of uh, mm -hmm. a ten year old uh, in terms yeah. of knowledge. Yeah, and, which uh, is weird for a vocabulary to high school, but it happens sometimes. But uh, so Enigma, what, what kind of things are you performing and doing? What's your stage show? Because I know you've 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 changed it uh, over the last couple of years. Okay, yeah. So. Um, you know, I uh, I was with that that William Morris agency show, and I was playing you know just the silent character and the silent monster, and then that um, was Slug, right? Well, no, okay, it those days? That, no, is that, is that well, yeah, okay, and then I got all the tattoos and I became the Enigma, so it was, was kind of like a little transition period there. But um, so then uh, then after I left that show, then I wrote a musical and performed that, which nobody was ready for, of course. And so that failed miserably, but it was. We're gonna have to return to that because oh that's gosh. that's something I just found out. Uh, I want to see that. I oh want to see Enigma's music. Oh my gosh! And yes. That's, you know. Anyway, and then um, I was like, okay, fine. So we'll strap guitars to our body to be musicians and, and do things. So I, you know, put out Human Marvels, and, uh, and that toured, and I toured with people, and then by myself, and then um, and then I. Ended up doing uh, uh, the show as a comedy show, and I did that with uh, a partner, and then then on my own, and then um, and now I've recently I changed the whole show, threw it all away, to do um, characterizations, you know, like costumes and stuff like that. Because you know, I mean, thinking rationally, I mean, I can't change my props so much. Can't really change the background because I'm just wherever I'm at. I can you know paint banners and things, but. But I can wear costumes, and then all of a sudden, oh, maybe I'll generate some more interest in the show. And then, you know, I had all these characters and all what they wanted to say, which was a lot. And the audience wasn't, you know, they're not that lenient. So I um, had to kind of shorten it up. And then now for Elidge Gardens, uh, it's just kind of a combination of the comedy show and the theater show combined, one kind of thing. And I, I like it. It's got a, a certain type of magic to it, and it, it just opens it up for more things. I kind of had to destroy this the show in order to rebuild it to make it more flexible and more uh, stimulating for myself and uh, for the audience who's seen it many times. I'm sure. But uh, with uh, the Working Man acts, the, the stunts that you perform, yes. what, are, what are you doing on stage? Okay, so the stunts are, I mean, a lot of it's the basic kind of stuff. I don't usually do things that are on the ground. Um, everything usually has to be from the waist up. That way you play a club or anything. Consistency is kind of important, you know, if you're trying to make something perfect every time and, and try to sing the song as it were. Um, Cause you know, once you know the song, then you can make music with it. Once you know those notes, you know, other, if you don't even know the notes then how do you make music out of that? Right. So, um, so then, yeah. So, you know, you tighten it down and, and, uh, and yeah, the stunts are all like waist up pretty much, uh, except for picking up the chainsaw with hooks uh, put through my face. And, um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, so it's, it's, you know, tradition with a twist, you know, um, sword swallowing, uh, you know, pounding spikes in my skull, um, you know, uh, that kind of, you know, just kind of fun, fun, crazy danger show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, danger shows are, are absolutely remarkable. 
but it, but it come, kind of comes from that uh, tradition of sideshow, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're taking from the time capsule 1840s and 1950s circuit sideshows mm -hmm. across the country and in your neighborhood. Um, back in the day, four television ran newspapers. You want to know what's going on that farmhouse down there? That farmhouse down there, you'd go see. The, yeah, it's uh, my farmhouse. You'd go see the circus. Because mm -hmm. that's yeah, your information. You know what I mean? Because there wasn't newspapers or anything. Yeah. And then. You know, the older people see the Elvis and the Nash Ray, and little kids mm -hmm. see the clowns and the balloons. And there were those kids, kids come in all shapes and sizes, and even big ugly ones. They want to see the strange, the bizarre. Round is a shape? Yeah, round, round is definitely a shape. And, um, and so then they'd go see that sideshow, and in the sideshow, you see the natural one wonders, and of course, the human marvels. So said Alfred Kalskin, you see do weird, strange, amazing things. So that's kind of like what I do. It's just that, that golden age of sideshow, you know. Um, you know, back in the day, the circuses would go on. And the sideshows would be following around the circuses, but at a certain point, circuses weren't making the money, and so sideshows basically were carrying a circus with them in mm -hmm. a way because they their money was still going on because everybody likes weird, strange, bizarre things, you know. And that's what I sell. Yeah, I'm a salesman, and you know, even after twenty years, uh, uh, backing cleaner salesman can still sell something that sucks, you know. So it's it. <laughs> so, but it's some of those passion, have a blow you know? option. Well, you know, it's an anachronism what I do. You know, it's a inaccurate. You're, you're looking. Well, it's a. You know, it's an anachronism. You know. Oh, I know. Sometimes a, that's inaccurate. All right. So anyway, <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a, it's a period thing, a period piece. Oh. Yes, it's theater. I try to. I'm not. I'm not there to be your friend and get you to clap all day, um, like some of these performers that you know they're out there in the streets and they do. So, and what they do is great, don't get me wrong, but it might take a half hour to see it. But um, in the meantime, they're just getting everybody to clap their hands together. But um, I'm not that guy who smiles and waits. I'm the guy that's, you know, the trying to make you think, you know, try to engage you on a, a kind of a more primordial level, you know, than, than just, uh, yeah. So, so that's, <laughs> I'm not circus, I'm sideshow. In the circus, you'd have the juggler. In the circus, yeah. you'd have people working all day. They wake up early in the morning, they work out, they get all in shape and everything to do these amazing feats of physical prowess. But sideshow is more like you roll out of bed at noon and say, hey, kid, you want to see something weird? You know, that's sideshow. So it's just, by definition, a different thing. All right, so the audience Hi, is building up. Hi. Yeah, we've, we've got, uh, we've got uh, one more than Neil. <laughs> yes. Uh, where's Brett? Oh, he's at a concert. Well, good as he should be. Mm. Yeah. Well, you're you're at a better place. We serve coffee here. Yes. Here at Mutiny Cafe. Plug. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, yes. So you 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 talked a little bit about uh, you know what what kind of. Um, response you of want course. to uh you know get out of your audience yes you know one that's more thought-provoking and and uh yes. of that nature um when i go and see your shows right you know i, I absolutely love you know I've, I've seen your show so many times uh right. that i now watch the audience when you when you're going to go do something okay. so, so specifically right when you do the tubes yes it is absolutely remarkable to watch the audience on that because oh, we've yeah. got people that just kind of double over and, and, and uh, cringe and convulse yeah. Yeah. and, and uh, make interesting bodily yeah. sounds. I mean, yeah, in there, sometimes response. you get a falling ovation, you know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> when they hit the floor, that's yeah. their clap. Um, you know, and you know, it's it's a and sometimes you know you get that chain that you know reaction is a chain reaction where one person you know coils and then the next person next. But um, 
but yes, what I do is uh, because it's science, you know. And uh, <laughs> after, after your shows, I'm curious: Do you yes. engage in, in a lot of conversation on, on what you're doing on stage and what what some of these characterizations, uh, you know, characterizations? Uh, I can't talk. Uh, actually, mean and and some of the physicality that goes into it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little restricted once again because okay. my audience doesn't have the patience or time for that. Um, okay. So I, I just kind of have to plow through pretty quickly um, what I'm doing. It's, it's you know, I, I think what it, it has a place. I think the place is more like, you know, on a DVD or in a movie or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I just, it's just doing it, you know, at a tattoo convention. They're not necessarily there just to see me, although some people do tell me that. But, um, you know, so they wander around and they, you know, their friends getting tattooed or this or that. And so they'll go see that or do that. And then, um, you know, Elish Gardens, there's a number of things to see too. But, um, but I do, you know, keep an audience for mm -hmm. a short time and, uh, have yeah, some coffee. coffee you pick me up. Damn. Have some coffee from that almond, almond milk. It's really good. Mine's mm. just straight black. That's uh, how I like it. I got it. the chai. Oh, oh my. It's very fancy. Yes. I mean, it's good. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I, so I think that what needs to happen is that I need to, you know, put these characters in in some sort of a, or maybe I'm not the, playing the characters. Maybe other people are, and I just put their roles in a in a movie or a, or some sort of something like that. Or sure, who knows? Maybe I release a DVD of just uh, me doing these characterizations. I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't have a place necessarily for them yet. But they're there, and they 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 want to be heard and. This is actually uh, Hellbilly Bill's best. So and, uh, that's Billy one of your characters. Yes, he's he's probably the wildest, craziest character in the show. Mm -hmm. um, he's kind of dangerous, but um, I, I try to keep him reeled in. But you know, he does his own thing. He's his own. You know, when you're a, a performer of uh, like theater or something, you basically are channeling um, these characters. And uh, I try to be iconic and you know let them. I kind of let them have their own reign as much as I can. Yeah. They know the job. They're there too. You know, they know that, you know, we need to do it and do it right. But yeah, they, they're crazy. Yeah, they're employees like anybody Sam else. Sam just slows up the work. Got, got a W-2 yeah. and everything. I mean, it's not a requirement. Shoot, they can't lock us all. They don't have enough keys. I know I've been keeping some in my pocket here. Shh. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. What were we talking about? Oh, yes. So, um, so with this, now going going back a, a few years, you know, can yes. you describe you know kind of what what your uh, childhood was like and how it kind of started? Because you were always even as a kid, uh, not only creative and an artist, but uh, but a performer too. Yes, because uh, you had a musical background. But what was it that specifically made you go into or, or compelled you to go into uh, you know performing this type of performance sideshow? Yeah, um, and in fact, I was actually. Uh, Interviewed by uh, Willie B over there. On, oh, excellent! Uh, Good. And Willie B was asking these kind of questions too, um, all about the why and and not so much. And that's usually what it is, like why. Yes, and and the reason is uh, pretty simple. Uh, you know, I um, my mom wanted to be a music teacher, and her father wouldn't let her, and so then my brother and I ended up with all these music lessons. You know, uh, six years old, you know, tap, ballet, and piano, and then, um, and then you know later singing lessons, and you know, and then flute lessons, and then, I spent most of my life in the backseat of a car going back and forth in private lessons and you know, complex casseroles, you know, exchanging dreams of boundless grandeur for a rallies of very little worth. 
you know, and then, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and so then I was in a magic club too. It's just this local thing. And, uh, you know, a friend was helping me out with magic and, uh, and I stumbled upon a little book that said, Oh, you can swallow swords and eat fire and stuff. I was like, there it is, man. That, that was it. That was, that was my, you know, chance for real magic in a world um, that seems a little gray at times. You know what I mean? Something that is a delusion. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a delusion. Or slight of hand. Because when everyone believes one thing and you show them another, the mm -hmm. truth appears as magic. So you got that going for you, which is nice. So, yeah. It's um, like a kangaroo mouse. Yeah, it's kind of like that, yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable, but there it is, right? Just when you think you got a mouse and you got a kangaroo, there's no way they're going to, mm -mm, Yeah, you know? no, but it, like, it happened. I mean, mouse is kind of small. I mean, it's, how would they even, I don't know. Anyway, but yes, it happens. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Love knows no bounds. Uh, about, <laughs> you know, if, if you were to divulge like the how, also, you know, there goes the mystery. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the, the real mystery isn't, isn't me, it's everyone else, you know. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, I'm, I, I'm the rational one here. I mean, everybody goes, <laughs> hey, you know, uh, what, you know, you tattooed, is your whole body tattooed like that? And I go, well, you wouldn't just paint the front of your house. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that's rational. They're the one that's crazy. All these people with a sticker or stamp book on them. Like, what the heck's that? That's not a, this is, you know, this is just the color of my skin. It's not so much a tattoo. So yeah. It's, it's, it's just a way to get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so. but yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, I think my, I'm very, uh, um, very rational with my rationalisms, uh, are very, um, kind of over the top or, they're just, they're just not ordinary rationalizations, but they are rational to the irrational, I suppose. Yeah. I, I guess. I, you know, it makes sense to me. So. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my first exposure uh, to you before, you know, we met, you know, some years ago uh, was that episode in X-Files. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Uh, season two, uh, yes. I think it was the Humbug episode. Yes, season two, episode 20. And you were just starting to get gritted out oh with my your gosh. bungle pieces yeah. and well, eating that big fish. Yeah, well, January, <laughs> January 93, I finished all the lines. It was a hard month. I had the idea in 91, and uh, it just took a while to get somebody to do the work. And then, yeah, um, all the way up in 95, 90, 95, we did the X-Files. I was still just all the lines, and mm -hmm. it's, it's a, there's a lot of skin here. It's a lot of skin. Yeah. It's like changing a bar with a toothpick, you know? One day with a magic marker. Yeah, it's just okay. something you do during your lifetime. Some people crochet yeah. or knit, but, you know. As soon as you get one panel done, you're like, oh, it's faded over there. i got to go back. So, you know, I mean, I've done my face at least three times. And uh, I just got, had an interesting, uh, you know, vision of, of you uh, being somebody's uh, you know, Afghan. Just instead of an Afghan, they're, they're tattooing you and, you know, a bunch of little yeah. old ladies just yeah. tattooing a, a different oh. piece of you, you know. That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing on this Saturday, great. this cold, chilly Saturday afternoon? We're tattooing Enigma. Oh, maybe like my skin. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. he fades. Oh, uh, you know. Yeah, stop putting <laughs> them in the sun. It's a lot of skin there. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot. So. But yeah. It's just something to do, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's just a way to make the show that much more interesting. I mean, I'd still be doing the show. I'd still be the same animate, crazy performer that I am, but um, I'm just a blue animated, crazy performer instead of like. Yeah. So when you and I met, like back in uh, 2010, again, going back to our, our friend uh, Jeremy Atkins, oh, we put this together yeah. at, at some uh, dark arts festival, I think. Yeah. 
There's a Louisville, Kentucky, of all places. Oh, yeah. Thanking him once again for that Photoshop version. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but you and I uh, kind of connected on, on talking about comic books. And so we did the, yes. the Show Devils comic book together. Yes. And uh, with a number of artists and everything. And I yes. was. That yeah. Denny's, that time at Denny's. Yeah. Oh, and I my God. I sat there and said, hey, why, why, why don't you do a comic book of me? And then you're like, uh, it, 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 oh, was, okay. it was actually an IHOP. Oh, it was IHOP. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, we went there a couple nights at least, I yeah. think. And then uh, it, was, it was always like the same wait staff because I remember they yeah. were, I mean, clearly everybody there did cocaine. Because, oh you know, we go in there at like, you know, one or two o'clock in the, in the morning. Yeah. And uh, everybody's just like, oh my God, how are you? Thank you. You know, <laughs> how can we help you? Oh, we need more powdered sugar. Yeah. Not that powdered sugar. Yeah. Um, we need to sleep sometimes. Yeah, they're all so, buying for tips. But 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 they're kind of stemmed, you know, working on the, the comic book and yes. and uh, kind of that that mesh, you know, pitching it as as kind of like Scooby Doo meets Devil's Reject, going from gig to gig to gig. And yeah. um, initially, we started out with the one comic book, and then it, it kind of you know sprawled into uh, a series of uh, little short stories and vignettes. Yeah, yeah. With a, a number of different artists. Now yeah. we're on number four. We're on number four. You that, got a copy? Oh, that, that, uh, that's sold out. What, what's that one? Well, no, that's, that's Alan's. We'll, we'll plug him later. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, doing doing that and like it was always fun to to say it's like yeah, I'm working with Enigma, you know. And and for those that that weren't familiar with you at the time, you know, show them a picture. It's like it's great. It's like having your own live action uh figure you know your, your own personal hellboy with without all the the makeup or the prosthetics i mean just shows up he's art he's always that character um you do you uh ever think of yourself as some kind of like action figure or you know some, oh, some type well, of um, yeah i mean i'm definitely my own avatar yeah um you know when you play a video game you have that little character that runs around on the screen and you control him well mm -hmm. I'm that character of you know of myself here in this on this screen here, um, as it were, of real life. So yes, it's. I mean, I think that's the way people should play their. You know, some people do art in their lifetime. Some people live their life as a work of art, and uh, that's what the latter is what I'm trying to trying to get towards. But um, but yes, it's a it's a convoluted path, of course. You know, life. Uh, yep. I mean. But. <laughs> Yeah, it being one less less traveled, it certainly it seems extraordinary, especially from somebody like myself outside looking in. Yeah, I mean, Danny Dunn was always looking for the ciphers and the like the. Remember Danny Dunn? Mm -mm. The, no, you're gonna have Danny to. Danny Dunn? No, uh, yeah. Danny. It's not a, it's a character. It's like kids' books, you know, it's Oh, okay. Danny Dunn and the blah blah blah. Danny Dunn and the blah blah blah. Anyway, but um, but Danny Dunn was always like leading these extraordinary adventures. And uh, and I knew that doing this would draw more things, more strange resonances and things of, of possibilities and stuff towards me, which was exciting and engaging. And because uh, you know the whole you live, you work, you know, you die thing, just okay. So then you might as well already be dead. So then what are you going to do? You know, what can you do that's not? It's everything, but not that. So, um, and and sometimes you just got to give up everything you love to be who you are. 
and that's kind of a it's kind of like the way I've lived my life. It's a lot of just it's not so much courage. It's not so much you know all that. It's just it's just I don't I just I'm just indifferent. I don't care. I don't I don't care about the world around me so much as I care about um, just doing doing things that aren't so you know by the book and so linear i just it's just hard for me to do that it's just hard for me to i don't know yeah i just gotta i gotta mess things up i gotta kind of you know just do stuff i gotta i gotta do stuff i can't you know, i don't know stuff that i like doing yeah that's what i get an a in i went to school and i got a's for stuff i like but anything i wasn't interested in no passion for then f you know because just it's just nothing there for me so and I mean, I, I I always wanted to be a biochemist when I was a kid, you know, or probably more like an alchemist. Anyway, um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, grafting wings to humans and stuff. But anyway, but um, visibility well, well, yeah, potions and things, you know, because I believed, you know, I grew up once again in that in that fantasy world, you know. Um, I was taken away from all the children in school, and I and I read fantasy books and comic books and and all that, and that's kind of what you know made my mind what it is, you know, and and. And to, to, you know, it's something that some kids miss these days because even the fantasy books, there's things like manners, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Um, and, uh, but, but at the same time, you know, I've, I've lived in a magical world with magical creatures and magical places and all this stuff like that. And so learning and stuff in school and, and you know, that all the laws of, you know, equilibrium is really hard for me. You know? mm-hmm. It's like I'm prepared to take on you know, werewolves and vampires and stuff. So we, where we, what, what, what are we right. doing? What's, what's this, you know, Wall Street thing? Where's I don't my know what that is. Wallets. What does that even mean? Yeah. You know, so I just wasn't a kid for all that other, all this, the, you know, the real stuff. I was, I'm just uh, born of imagination. Speaking of imagination. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, <laughs> so since this is uh, more of a, a horror content, uh, you know, driven uh, show. Mm-hmm. You want me to show you something horrible? No, no, no. I've already seen that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we've Twice. traveled together. Um, what uh, What are your favorite, uh, like, you know, influences, you know, as far as horror goes? I, I know you, you've got an affinity for H.P. Um, Lovecraft. Yes. Uh, but what else? Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I do love all the slapstick horror of, say, the Evil Deads and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I, because I... You know, growing up, it was like funny monsters, not so much scary monsters. Yeah, and I, I can't watch those those films like the all that you know the cutting the people up. Torture or, porn. Yeah, I just can't, yeah. I just can't watch it because I've done <laughs> so much to myself. <laughs> I can really empathize. You know, I know exactly <laughs> what that feels like when they slice that open and stuff. So, um, so I, as far as horror goes, I, I it just you know I, I like the art of horror. Yeah, more than I, like. I have. You know, I have video games. I have, you know, um, Resident Evil and, and Silent Hill and, 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 and all this stuff. And I love those games, but I can't play them. So, because I'm, you know, I'm a joystick. I'm old. So, it's, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I can't play those games at all oh. very well. And, but I love the art so much. So I end up getting all the manuals and all the guides and stuff like that and just looking at them and looking, oh, it's so cool. And, you know, and I, I guess I need to start drawing more. But, um, because you know, I can. But you are I, a painter. I do, I do tattoo. Yeah, you do and tattoos. I paint, and, and so I do a little of this and a little of that. I'm not. 
you know, once again, it's sitting down and doing the actual work. Um, and, you know, artists met bum in my family. So it was really weird because, you know, having all these lessons and stuff like that. And of course, you know, then, you know, the grandparents think you're a cream puff and your uncles and aunts don't. You know, I, I, I kind of, I was, yeah. So my brother and I were kind of, I mean, I felt like I was picked on as a kid. My brother doesn't because he's too, I don't know, maybe snobby or whatever. He just considers the source and they're very stupid. So um, me, I just, I was, you know, I could feel all this, uh, all this, you know, my ego is so huge that it's easily, you know, popped, if you will. So, um, yeah, what? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> along, along the lines of, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, horror films, like you and I would, would uh, you know, go to the movie theater and go, you know, catch whatever, you know, popular superhero movie is out that week. You know, like you and I were talking about the Joker, yes. the Joker movie. Oh, the that Joker just came was out. fantastic. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. Um, yeah, something a little bit more, you know, dramatic with, uh, yeah, I mean, do you consider textural. Bad Boy Bubby a horror movie? Uh, Bad Boy Bubby. I'm trying to think. I mean, if that's a horror movie, I, I love that movie. It was pretty horrific in its own way. Um, you know, sometimes I guess I, I'm not watching stuff. I, I know the title. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You will see animation from like the Brothers Quay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You consider yeah. that horror? It, it, yeah, it's it got some elements of it. Yeah, yeah visuals. Yeah, definitely. So, so in that respect, you know, horror can be a mode. You know, that yeah, fits I mean, into you know other um, avenues of, of yeah. art. You know, whether it's film or remember what, music. Remember what uh, Bach said was J was a uh, was uh, you know the the, uh, the Siegel writer there wrote mm -hmm. Illusions. If you turn to chapter eight, I think it is or something. Anyway, um. So everybody's standing outside of this. He's walking with his friend. He's like, you know, why, why do people go in to see a horror movie? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, well, some people don't want a happy ending. Oh, there you go. And so in real life, the subconscious, which, you know, the stomach, the fauna and the flora and the, yeah. you know, the, our body parts and stuff, you know, some people, they may seem like they do, but some people don't want a happy ending. And so... That's where we end up, you know. I, I sometimes think, guided by it, sometimes fate, sometimes you know whatever the, the wheel of fortune. Sometimes just influence around, but yes, and then we end up in a very strange demise. But a, a happy. <laughs> but then, but we're happy about it because it's horrifying because we love not always a happy ending, right? I don't know. So maybe horror films are actually very pleasant. Well, there you go. I don't know. I don't know. I happy, mean, not to twist anything around, but I'm just trying to make you think, you know. <laughs> happy ending for who? So, right. in, in a number of horrors, especially, uh, you know, horror movies that have those iconic characters, so you got like Jason and, and uh, Michael Myers, uh, you know, they might die at the end of it, but so did their victims, and then they right. get to come back in the sequel. Right. So, you know, the, the yeah. happy ending might might be there in some you know some subversive yeah. way for those characters you know maybe not for the victims because you don't really get to see them unless you're sally or, or uh laurie strode you don't really get to come back in the well, sequels these, well these characters, oh, Ash. well these characters um like jason and mm -hmm. freddie and stuff like that are they real personas or are they called forth from some other force Right. You know, maybe maybe they're not. Maybe they're more like um, 
uh, oh, those liberals, or maybe they're like, oh, those uh, conservatives, or maybe they're like, oh, those, uh, maybe they're like, um, or maybe they're the, the lions or, and the yeah. tigers yeah. in the arena. Yeah, which is a natural force. Yeah. I mean, well, if you're a monkey in a tree, then maybe the, the snakes, you know, like that hang in the trees. Um, oh, now you're just referencing or the spiders or the pit. Well, <laughs> or you know, uh, monkeys in the tree. Anyway, but um, but you know, so it's like watch out for the flinging poo. Well, if you it'll if you burn cage if any, it gets you, you cage any mammal in a, you put any mammal in a cage, and they're gonna they're gonna be bored, and they're gonna prefer the cocaine over food or throw a poo or whatever because they you know yeah. you take those same mammals and you put them out in like a garage with stuff to do then they're less interested in all that good sir yeah. that's why we let you out tonight i know right Dave yeah. yes yes we didn't want to um, take the sweet extended said. well we do have to clean your cage but yeah so i don't know so these 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 horrors these mm. or these personifications of things it's kind of interesting isn't it i mean yeah. bad luck i mean luckily i'm not superstitious I believe I'm not religious too. Um, <laughs> I know, right? All these lines. Yeah, all these lines. It's good that you have faith in that. <laughs> yeah, I have faith in those. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I don't know. I I, I think that, that that these creative embodiments of of uh, horror, I think they're amazing, and I. And that's kind of like, I mean, I, they just came out of the minds of the creators, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and that's in, in my show, you know, these characters that I created, they're already there. I just gave them a, a hat or a jacket or, and some lines. And then all of a sudden they are their own thing. So, um, do you and, see them expanding, uh, like the, either the script expanding or, or what you're yeah, oh, developing the, the story? Yeah. Obviously, oh, yeah. earlier you said uh, that you wanted to kind of lend them out to, to other platforms, whether it's film yeah. or, um, yeah. you know. Uh, they all want to be stars. Else. You know, they all want to be stars. Yeah. <laughs> they all have they their want, own purpose. They want their own show, every one of them. You know? <laughs> I loved you in the movie Split. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so many different personalities. So many different that personas. Was so, that was so genius. That was so genius. Another, yeah, the Joker, Split, uh, Glass, you know, um, yeah, it's just great. So kind of the, the psychological, you know, yeah. main Make, character. You know, when, when when you think, you know, and like, that's the thing is, um, the brain does a lot of stuff and it's talking more than you think it is to its internal organs and the organs are talking, you know, that gut reaction, reaction or that feeling you get. Um, a lot of times it's just because you're sugar lack or you, you need some caffeine or, you know, because all the fauna and flora in your stomach do so much decision making for you mm. that you're kind of at the whim of your organs and things. You ever notice that? You know? Oh, yeah. Where, where are you going now? Uh, I just noticed that uh, power seems to be depleting from my... Uh... Uh -oh. My laptop, so I'm wondering why I don't it's have another, power. Because I've it's got it plugged in. Of the, oh, that's weird. It's the guy that got electrocuted and then came back. Also, I right. Um, Freddie, uh, what, Shocker? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Didn't Bernie write into a, a oh, great. novel that? Um, okay, no, I didn't. Um, I just wanted to say his name. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not really on here. Nope. Yep. Wow, technical problems. Uh-oh. Do you need... Do you oh, need that sounds like a power. 
It says you have power. There we go. There it is. Oh, it's a dead plug. That's what it is. Oh, All right, now we got juice. Yes. Okay, show's back on. Okay. Back on. So yeah, what were we talking about with the geometrical and geophysical possibilities of Snorri and the Seven Dwarves? Is that? Oh yeah. So uh, Alan wrote a comic. Oh yes. Alan. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's so we'll now give a the, shameless uh, plug. Yeah, he's uh, to our friend. Now, um, as you can see from the uh, front, that um, that there's some kind of element there that's trying to get you to buy the the uh, comic. Think, oh, it's, um, I think it's a then, signature, right? I think, and, and then on the back, another element of that same kind of persuasion, um, which, you know, definitely, once again, it's not about the uh, stomach, per se. Maybe it's about the lower stomach. But um, yes, yes. Uh, and, and <laughs> something that can never be quelled. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Our friend who wrote this, he, it's his first nationally published, uh, you know, comic book. So he wrote a short yes. story for... Zenoscope, Grim Tales of Terror. I'll be uh, casting a, a very uh, aesthetic eye on that on that book and uh, review it with great an intent. Iron blue fist. Oh dear. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> I don't know. So, stuff up. so anyway, I know life's bad enough. It is about making up any more of it. Okay, double sides. Jeez, get out of here. What? Yeah, I know. Hey, did Hello. you watch the new Child's Play? What? No. Right. Is it good? It's actually. Good. Oh, yeah, okay. it's it's surprisingly very fun. I like the bride of Chucky. Chucky. That, was, that, that was entertaining. Hilarious. Uh, what, but, you know, Jennifer Tilly's in that, but isn't uh, John Waters in that as well? What? Really? Yeah, I think so. Or was it, well, I know he's in Cult of Chucky, right? Is he? But I think he's also in Bride. I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm anything with John I'm Waters, great. I will absolutely check out. Yeah? Yeah. Because he's... He's he's fun. He's he's very insightful. Yeah. You know, but even even when he's a just playing a character, and it's oh, yeah. it's a really all he, only kitsch. Oh right. Yeah. He plays a character. Is good. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of you. Wasn't he on The Simpsons? Yeah, he was. At, the early seasons too. That, he was taking the kid to the. Was it like season four? I think. <laughs> no, he was he was working at the like that that kitsch Americana type yeah, store, I, I you know, a bunch of knickknacks. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what exactly happened. I want to say brother. No, I wanted to say like uh, John. <laughs> I wanted to say that that Starbucks uh, you know bought out his uh, store in that episode of The Simpsons. Did they? I think so, probably. Because uh. it was in a mall, so I think in. Well, if you're that paying the Starbucks, <laughs> then I guess you know. Anything's possible. Yeah, that sounds wet. <laughs> <laughs> so deep. No, um, yes, we are here for questions. Um, if you ha we have answers. We don't mind the questions if we don't mind the answers. Yeah, so it looks like we have a spectacular one viewer, so feel free to ask us a, yes. a question. But, but we'll go to Jeannie now. She has you she has say, no questions. Why is there air? And we say, yeah. well, obviously to fill up basketballs so, and balloons and stuff like that. So, Enigma, what is... You know, what other project are you working on other than, than Sideshow right now? Oh, well, yeah. Um, right now, you know, there's a number of banners that I need to finish. And, uh, and then my music album, um, which, and, 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 and my, biography, my autobiography, too. Are you actually, um, I have names writing? for all these things. Um, yes, I do have a nice. title for my album. It's called Other. Oh. So um, if you want to get the Enigma's Other album, 
Is it on? <laughs> I can sell that to you. If you want my other album, I can sell that to you. It's easy. Um, and then. Um, but you, you are then, pretty heavy at, at producing music. Like you're always um, in the studio I, whenever I talk uh, to you. Yeah, well, I'm, always, I'm trying to get in the studio all the time. Um, it's hard because I travel and such, but um, I try to. I'll be making my way down. I just, I just called. I, I'm over at uh, right now at uh, Royal Recordings over there in the Springs. Okay. Colorado Springs, and uh, he's doing an amazing job with my stuff, and uh, I want to finish that up. But um, my autobiography is called uh, "Need to Tell You." You know, so when people ask me questions, I say, "Well, hey, do you want me to tell you? Because it's twenty bucks." And then, <laughs> then you just give them the autobiography. It's, yeah, it's okay. hardback. It's forty. But, Oh, there you go. So yeah, so I, I've got the title. Need to tell you and other um, to be produced. Hopefully coming up soon as soon as I can get it done. Um, this year I've probably been trying to uh, finish the album and write the book, and also all these banners. And so I do. I do all, all this. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not the lead dog, you're just you know, you're you're looking up some other dogs. Uh, anyway, you just you know you're behind another dog. Anyway, and so. <laughs> You know, so you got to be the leader, and you got to do everything in your field. Otherwise, yeah. You, well, you, then otherwise, you have to change jobs because you get bored. You know, I mean, so it, does it? Uh, re requires a, a certain level of discipline because because you, you're you're the only one that that you can you have to self motivate. Oh yes, well your cup has to be flowing with passion. Yeah, I mean you have to bleed this stuff. You know, if you cut me open, yeah, the DNA will bleed out. You know, it's this is. This is what I do. We call this it my blood, art form. Okay. Yeah, most people do, but <laughs> not me. You know, no, overwhelmed with passion and fire and fury and Lay madness. And, and I know it's that anger is just so good. It's like you know the the evil Jedi guys. Yeah, that's I love those guys. They're good. You know, they you know so much love in the world. The Sith. But, um, yeah. yeah, the Sith guys. They're great because it's about passion and and that's what pushes you farther beyond just a, sometimes a steady hand. You know, if you, I mean, what, however it takes you to get there, great. You know, everybody's different. Everybody has their own path, and uh, but they choose or they're forced into. And, um, <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, I, the wall. Know, yeah. mine is, uh, you know, is, uh, is that, it's just that seething hatred. That um, I love so much. You know? I just love it. It's just so good. It's like you know, like when you're in bed and you're like in love, and you're just like, oh, you know, and nothing gets done. But then, oh wait, the garbage man. Did he just go? Did he take the trap? I mean, he didn't. You missed. Oh, now you've got this anger, this thing, and you're gonna go do something about it. Yes, we're gonna do something now. And that's that drive that mm -hmm. I must do, create. I must make this thing happen. The ego and the and then, rah, and then yeah. you, you just know. like that that time when you were staying at my house and you missed the garbage man. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, thanks for taking out the trash. Exactly. It's kind of like the Hulk, you know. He's like he's just always angry, but like, but you know, he's. But you leave he's, things he's nice cool. and neat. Oh, so I, thanks oh, for yeah. cleaning it up. Oh, after yeah, it's only my anger and passion that makes it so neat, nice and neat. Oh, okay. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That's what does that. It's that um, desire that. You know, it's for me. It's it's murder. It's um, it's military service. It's like it's war. This is war, man. Mm -hmm. This is this is real life. This is war. I mean, my art. You know, like a lot of artists, same thing. It's war, man. You gotta be. You gotta be ready to give up everything and go for it. And and if 
you can't hold back because otherwise, you know, who cares? If you're not completely engulfed in the fires of your passion, nobody will even see the, the flame at all, you know? So that's why you just got to completely give yourself up completely to every, to, to whatever it is you're passionate about, that you're doing. Don't, don't let reality stand in your way. You know, people are like, oh, I can't do this. It's like, you know what? Can't means won't, you know? Just, and it's just one little step at a time, right? Remember with, uh, Mr. Winter. And it's like, can you put one step in front of the other? And soon you'll be walking. <laughs> a choo choo. Anyway, um, well, yes. That, <laughs> that, that certainly, uh, yeah, something you remember for. That? You remember that? For you anybody. That? No. <laughs> it's the Rudolph. Rudolph, the Rudolph. Right, right, right here. Yeah. Drinking too much that day. <laughs> That's certainly uh, something motivational for for anybody who's interested in performing, let alone yes. doing sideshow. Yes. Well, yeah, any really any artist. But uh, but also you know my anxiety is not the anxiety that makes me lay in bed and do nothing. Yeah. My anxiety pushes me forward. It's not crippling. No, it's the opposite. It's like it's you know, the fight or flight thing. Yeah. My anxiety makes me more outgoing, more uh, clownish, more trying to entertain everybody or anything that's in the room, uh, just because I don't. If because I'm, I'm, you know, because instead of that shyness being like something that holds me back and keeps me quiet, no, instead I go and do stupid things, <laughs> and then you just gotta recover from it, you know. So yeah. I'll put my foot in my mouth all the time. Don't. You know, no problem there. No, I noticed um, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've had to help, uh, help you take it out. Uh, all right, yeah. So um, Today. the leather's still a little soaked. But um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. It's like that anxiety pushes me out mm. instead of holds me back. So that it's a different that's a different you know, a lot of people have the that holds them back. You know, I for me it just I just get wound up and so tight and then it just snaps and I just got to go and do yeah. something. I got to make something. Gotta, it happened. Something happened. It's enough sitting around pacing like a caged tiger. I just got to get out of the cage and go eat a lamb or something. You know, this is poetic. So speaking of uh, passion and projects, yes, you've been uh, popping up in a couple films uh, from time to time here. Uh, a couple weeks oh, ago, we shot yeah. uh, an episode of Camp Crash. With oh, you. yeah, his Camp Crash. Yeah. That's an amazing thing. Yeah, that was. And that's, that's kind of horrifying. Well, it's like horror in a way. Yeah, it's it's Ugh. very uh, you know. Have you guys seen Camp Crash? Oh yeah, <laughs> Camp Crash. Yeah, it's, dystopian uh, summer camp. Very disturbing. Where very he's disturbing. one of the camp counselors. Yes, I I, I put into that. I, um, yeah. It's, yeah. So so we're we're working on that. We're editing that. But you know, you were also in uh, Motel London Three. Oh yeah, Motel yeah. London Three. Another With our friend Lock wonderful Ryan. Denver production. Yeah, Ryan's amazing, and his pinballs are even more amazing. But um, yeah, he he he's so he's so advanced, and it, it, his his work is just a lot of people don't get it because it's just it's so over the top and and uh, and out there. And I, and I <laughs> I hope that one day the world gets his art. You know, it's just so I think some people do, but like it's just it's just it's amazing. And and like yours, Camp Crash, same thing. It's just it's so. I don't know, esoteric and yet, I mean, but still, it's very American. Um, both his work and your work, very American kind of thing. And uh, and, and I, I appreciate that. I don't know if it's, or it's kind of raw gusto, I guess. Yeah, it's... Is that right? It, it's a bit of an absurdist piece. Uh, but but so, raw gusto. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's the marriage of, like, two genres I really liked. Uh, right. You know, two Apple films. Uh, right, right. There's that. Apple <laughs> and Pen. Uh, more accurately, Mad Max meets Meatballs. Right. You know? 
I always thought uh, Bill Murray would play a, a, an excellent, uh, you know, Max, yeah. uh, you know. Oh yeah, no, I, that I, wandering yeah. uh, goofball oh, yeah. samurai that just yeah. kind of, you know happens oh, you upon know, he, adventures. He does, he does some uh, kind of off the off the wall movies, maybe. Oh, very much so. He did, he did, uh, uh, check, check out uh, the Dead Don't Die, the yeah, Jim Jarmusch yeah. uh, zombie film that yeah. just came out. And then and then the other one, uh, Zombie Land too. Oh yeah, yeah, where he cameos. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he, he's in the first one. He's supposed to be in the second one too. Yeah, and that comes out Friday. That. You oh, want okay. to yeah. catch a movie oh, yeah, this weekend? Uh, well, not this weekend. Working well, you know, uh, what you, you, you open Sunday? You work Sunday? And then Monday's pumpkin carving, and then Tuesday we're doing Tuesday we're doing something, right? We're doing. We're no, doing no, no, no. The, the week that, week after that, oh, we're having weekend. lunch. With oh, that's right. Was right. The filmmaker yes. we were just talking. Yes, about. it's going to be like two filmmakers and one crazy guy. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to be the, the same one in the world. How yeah, do you feel no, about no, that? Right? Oh, that's weird. That is strange. Sweet. It's going to be Sweet. obnoxious. Yes. So, so it looks like we're going to have to wrap up. I want oh, to okay. you know, say thanks, you know, for for coming on and, oh, yeah. and uh, you know talking about you know all oh, the fun sure. things that you do and yeah. some of your influences and, and stuff. But uh, one last plug, you know, yes. where can people uh, find you online and where are you going to be for the rest of the month? Okay. Yes. Um, I, I will be at uh, for the rest of the month. I will be at Elish Gardens uh, Fright Fest, which is uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, I'll be doing four shows a night, uh, starting at 6 p.m. on during until the close. And uh, you definitely want to catch the characters as they come out. Uh, Hellbilly Bill, definitely. Um, the Sith Lord and the Wizard. Um, and then, of course, uh, and that's till the 2nd of November. And then, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, com. Also on Instagram. Um, so you can check that out. And then... Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm, you, I mean, you can follow the bouncing balls uh, ball around the country uh, on my tour dates schedule. So that's pretty easy enough. I mean, um, and then yeah, my phone number's right there. I don't know. If you have any questions, I have answers. Um, hopefully, there are uh, answers of, about how much I need for the for the budget of the movie that you're making. And then ah, <laughs> uh, one would hope. That's yeah. it. How about you, Dan? Well, uh, thanks, Enigma. Um, you know what? Yeah, you know, the fun projects I'm, I'm going to be doing. Uh, this is the the first uh, interview of the the Halloween season, and oh, uh, tomorrow I've got another one. Next week I've got uh, at least two, and I think uh, yeah, I might have a, a fifth one lined up someplace. Okay. I Good. can't remember where, but uh, tomorrow's with um, Jacqueline, the the Broadway Halloween uh, parade uh, organizers. What? So yeah, Whoa. so. So I'll be meeting with them uh, tomorrow at um, uh, Wizard's Chest, just down the street. Like smart people and stuff. Probably way smarter cool. than, uh, than, definitely smarter than me, because I'm a fucking yeah, brick. Yeah, 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 pretty much. But, That's yeah. awesome. That's not, you know, people who can do numbers and budget and stuff. Yeah, yeah, anybody who can uh, operate a spreadsheet is well mm-hmm. beyond me. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> thanks so much, Enigma. Appreciate yes. you coming on. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, oh, and uh, thanks for uh, for watching. You guys have any questions? To our guests. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. We'll That's see how you pay. I'm Dan Crozier. This is Kofo Live and Undead. And uh, for all those out there, uh, visit uh, kofohorror.com. We'll be uploading our uh, new website here, uh, you know, pretty soon. And uh, getting ready for our first year show. Next September, 
11th through the 13th of 2020. Dang. Yes. So uh, we're getting excited for that. We're leading up to that. You know, you know follow us on uh, Facebook. Yeah, if you're watching us on Facebook, you already know to follow us on Facebook. So anyway, thanks again. And thanks to Mutiny Cafe and uh, Jim and Matt and Neil up there. Uh, and uh, have a good night. Ooh. Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th.